Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of the Alexander Taylor Show. I'm the one and the only Alexander Taylor himself. Got my man Zach back in the building. Uh, yes, sir. It was only just a few, I want to say a few months ago, but it was not, not that long ago, I feel like. It doesn't feel like too long ago, but it does feel like a monumental amount of time went by. Yeah. There seems like a lot yeah. has happened since then, for yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah. Because I would say you were just starting to get going uh, with local guys, right? Like, not just starting to get going, but really starting what I thought, starting to get comfortable. Okay. Yeah, I thought yeah. I was getting into the groove yeah. of it, so... You know, we kind of wanted to talk about that, you know, making those jumps and things like that. So that's mm. kind of where I was. But yeah. since then, my life focus hasn't shifted because not only local guys, but my brand and real estate as a whole mm. is something I'm pushing every day. But last couple months, man, I've really been focusing on happiness, which I knew you could probably attest to. You talked yeah. about that mental health. So I've been just focused not on me in a selfish way, yeah. but focused on me to make sure that I'm giving other people the best version. Yeah. So that's kind of where I've been at for two months, really, probably since, you know, not too long after we talked. Yeah. That's dope though. Cause a lot of people don't, um, don't do that. They don't, cause sometimes you got to focus on yourself and sometimes people look at it as being selfish or a different way. But at the end of the day, it is good. Cause if you focus on what other people got going on or external, you get lost, you know, lost in the sauce as Gucci man would say. <laughs> I didn't even realize lost, it. You know? Like, how important that balance was. Yeah. Cause I feel like I'm, you know, mature old enough, but you know, really in the grand scheme, you're just so little, like, mm -hmm. you know, so young for yeah. your life. Yeah. And you know, right before, right after we had got done talking, probably a month or so after I just, my life got out of balance mm -hmm. and you notice it in your relationships with people, uh, your family, your friends, your activities that you're trying to put your all into. You're not really giving your all. And yeah. it, it took a little bit of a, I don't know, uh, you know, looking within, you know, starting doing yoga, starting doing other things for me. Like soul searching in a Soul way. searching yeah. a little yeah. bit and just uh, taking time to be comfortable in silence sometimes and just mm -hmm. kind of get <clears throat> yeah. comfortable with yourself. So, I've seen yesterday you and Tez went to, uh, what was it, Wichita Falls? Yeah, thing? Uh, Wichita Mountain Mountains, Refuge, yes, so it's yes. Lawton. Yeah. But, bro, not to, this is his first time hiking ever. Oh, and I didn't know that. Oh. So Saturday I'm planning it and I'm like telling him like when we're going to leave and things mm -hmm. like that. Side note, it's funny how much he trusts me because when we got there, I said, what snacks do you have? And he had a <laughs> pack of chips and he's like, I knew you'd have it. And I did yeah. have all the setup, but we went to Lot and got there at like 930 and took a cool little trip. It's like a mile in mm -hmm. and then just went straight up this mountain, hiked it pretty. It was pretty intense, but then we found like a little cove where we could post, have lunch. Yeah. So it was cool for, uh, not only for me, because, I mean, he told, he even said it yesterday, I can tell why you like this so much, but those type of feeling grounded moments like that are huge to me. So to be able to experience it with him, that's not only like my brother, but, you know, business partner, someone that, you know, helps me feed my family. So it was a, it was a big deal to me. Yeah, and then some, some we were talking about um, before we recorded about you make sure to help your friends out, put, put them out. Yeah. And, and in return, y'all just kind of share each other's content or, you like you say, you wear their clothes. Yes, sir. Like that. Yes, My sir. man ripping me right now. <laughs> um, and we was talking about that because I like, you know, we are talking about how important it is sharing mm -hmm. that love between each other when it comes to small businesses and such because, you know, everyone low-key needs that support, especially in Oklahoma. Everyone yeah. needs that support, even if it is just a share or whatever it may be. That's why it's crazy like, how important that is. Yeah. And you don't even realize it until you do start putting stuff out with this merch. And, and then start. you get shared. Yeah. And then you're like, Oh, okay. Yeah. So kind of looking out, but mm. I, I told you before we were recording, um, when I was younger, I would see people at my age now, mm. you know, rocking all their friends gear or pushing their friends brand, whether it be, 
clothes, training, whatever it is. And now I find myself doing that. I mean, the second question I asked you when I got here was, you know, where those shirts at? Because yeah. I definitely want that. And uh, in an interview I had the other day, I was repping my friend from college, uh, Moody. So mm. he plays basketball. He makes music now. He does videography, things like that. And might as well share. I don't have the biggest platform, but I've got something. Yeah. So I'm going to share what I can for sure. But it goes back to loyalty like we always talk about. So. Mm. And that's what I was saying is, you know, because he was like, I ain't got a lot of followers, but I'll share it anyways. I'm mm-hmm. like, you never know. It might you be never one know. a few people that might check it out. You never know where that can go. You know what I'm saying? Important to that. Now, how does it feel for you, though, working for or being part of something that is local? I think that is local guy buys houses. Yeah. Uh, I bet you it feels, I want to say more authentic, but, mm-hmm. you know, because some people work for big corporations and such. And when you work for somewhere local or do something local, um, you're more tied to the community, I guess you want to say. I too. would definitely say that. You know, so how does that feel for you being? Because um, now it's been a few months since you're like really into it now. So what's that like for you now? What have you learned so far since we last talked? And um, well, what's your new goals that you got? Now? Yeah. Uh, well, man. First off, uh, I mean the growth is crazy, but as far as being local, it just it's who I am, anyways. You know, be a genuine person, be a real person. And live with the results and doing that with people each and every day that live in this area that yeah. know i'm from this area that know i'm going to have their best interest because i know what they're going through those things mean a lot to me and i think being as local as i am not only helped you know local guy buys houses but helped my realtor side too so you know i'm a full-time realtor here in oklahoma and that doesn't get as much you know publicity on my business because i'm you know usually more on the investing side but since this summer took off, a lot of people I knew growing up have kind of reached out. Um, I had a friend from high school and I had a friend from junior high and a couple other friends reach out and I was able to not only sell their house, but help them buy a new one. Mm -hmm. And being able to help people you came up with, it just, it not only makes you feel good, but kind of going back to what you said, being involved in the community, it just gives you some notoriety. You know what I mean? Um, It takes a while for people to gravitate to what you're doing whether it even be this podcast i bet when you first said you were going to do a podcast some people kind of thought it was not a joke but they're like yeah we'll see how long and this is official i mean i feel blessed like and i'm not saying that lightly i feel Mm -hmm. like this is a platform so you know it's just all about you know always want to do the right thing and help the people that you know you know what I mean? Yeah, Just yeah. Kind of being you, yeah. loyal to him. So, and I watched that video, and, and I thought it was interesting how your friend was saying that you know, even though this is business and stuff, you were still honest with me, mm-hmm. and you were still real with me about everything, and you were pointing out to him when when stuff was going uh, not the best. Right, right. He didn't give up on what was it finding a new house, Craig? Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, like, I may use some different terminology mm-hmm. if I'm a little closer to you, but yeah. um, I always shoot it to you straight. So whether it's positive or negative, I'm going to give you the details and you know, see which way we need to move. So when I was talking with him, we, we put his home on the market, got an offer in two days. So it was ready to go. So now it's, you know, how the significant other is now she's excited to find a place. All right, we got to find one. So we put in an offer somewhere and didn't get it kind of discouraged. Then they put in an offer to a second one, got accepted, but there's too many repairs and stuff. So now they're getting real discouraged. Well, should we have not a soul? Should we take it off? All these things. So we just met up, had a real conversation, let them know, hey, there is the option to, you know, quit, but then you're at square one. Look how far we've come. So let's see if we can, you know, make any moves. And Mm -hmm. um, we picked out this one last house, and it was actually better than all the other ones we looked at. And um, they moved in a little under a month ago. I was just over there about a week ago doing that video you're Mm -hmm. talking about. And uh, 
I mean, they could have quit at any time. Yeah. But it's just impressive yeah. because just like, I guess, buying a car or buying anything, it's it's a roller coaster. And even though they're your friends or your family or someone you know, it's funny to see, you know, all the hills and valleys that you go through kind of getting mm-hmm. to the finish line. But I just try to do the same with anybody. You know, yeah. even these people I meet randomly, I can call them right now, you know, call them the nickname we had or their first name or whatever, you know, it is. And it's like family. So, yeah, and that's one thing you point out the first interview we did is it's deeper than just, you know, buying a house or selling a house and stuff like that. It's, it's temporary. That for you. That's yeah. temporary. Yeah, so. and that's dope to know because, as you know, um, as a businessman, you know, there's other businessmen out here that don't have the best interest in the client. Mm-hmm. And unfortunately, that happens, but you kind of can give the good example of, I'm gonna be shoot shoot it to you straight. I'll be nice, of course, but I'm also let you know what it is at the end of the day. Yeah, if there's some stuff that I've got to be kind of more on, more honest with you, mm. <clears throat> I may, you know, break it down a little more or something like that. But I mean, we talked about it the first time. It was when I stopped trying to see what my next check was. Is when stuff started going, and I just I still believe in that. And uh, when you talk about soul searching, I took two trips to Arkansas within like a couple weeks of each other kind of just ducked off and did a lot more, you know, soul searching for myself. And I think trying to find that happiness is just helping me even more with, you know, taking what's coming to me and understanding what doesn't, you know, wasn't meant to be. And I know that's be cliche to some people, but anxiety festers in moments of uncertainty, you know? Mm. So I just keep it, keep it calm, keep it cool. So I do have to ask you the question, what what is your idea of happiness then? (sighs) I know that's yeah. I mean, it's deep, so I probably won't give you like the perfect one now. And we can text later, and I'll be like, "Bro, I should have said this." But I probably said it four years. No, it was on my snap as a memory. So like three and a half years ago, in an interview that I didn't get hired for, um, they asked me what happiness was, and I kind of mentioned something similar. Where happiness is everyone that I care about, you know, in my close circle, being good. That's the first. And that selflessness to me is what helps me keep moving towards that happiness. So making sure my people are good, making sure that I'm in a place where I'm comfortable and not stressing over any situations, and also making sure that I'm taking the time daily to not only pour into others, like my nephews, my nieces, my people, my friends, whoever, but also to pour into myself. And I think I'm learning that, you know, not getting too high or too low or too angry or too sad or too happy, those type of things, just kind of staying level-headed and focused. I think it's helping me get towards that happiness. Mm. And I guess in simple terms, it have to be (sighs) calmness. Another word. Mindfulness, calmness. Yeah. That that, that serenity right there. Having that zen, that peace. That, that, That really makes me happy. And I've noticed that whether it's, you know, me grilling with my dogs after work or, shooting my bow or i just started i'm no fighter but i just started doing some training like mm. uh you MMA know muay thai stuff, type muay thai, stuff yeah. and um having those type of hobbies to fill your soul i've just found so much peace in that because i mean you know we grew up pooping we grew up being athletes but you were kind of supposed to do something at mm. high school you know athlete band whatever and now finding all these you know these personal hobbies that mean a lot to me I just I just find so much happiness in those moments. I mean, I was just at my dad's the other day, and he grilled, cooked out, had a beer, 
hung out with my nephews. We had like some ice cream cake. Like those moments to me, that's <laughs> yeah. happiness. The little things. The little things are huge about. to me. Yeah. Huge to me. Yeah. And something you said earlier, realizing that the highs and the lows, they all pass no matter what. Um, I like that. This the little quote of "This too shall pass" because mm. I feel like you can apply that across the board. Because I feel like I hear that at the right time. Oh, yeah. Sorry. Yeah. I hear like I hear, or I feel like I hear that at the right time or mm. read it at the right time. Yeah. Because I mean, with happiness, unfortunately, you don't want to say "This too shall pass," but you know. Unfortunately, the highs, you don't want to get too caught up in it mm-hmm. because, unfortunately, it's life. You know, something's going to come across that's going to upset you or put you down. But you have to realize just as the highs pass, the lows will pass, and it will be back and forth. It's a roller coaster, really. Right, right. But you got to be able to ride it out and keep level-headed. And that's part of that calmness and mindfulness and, and keeping that zen with you because you know if something comes, you can handle it when it comes. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So and trying to assess it a little bit yeah, before yeah. you react. Yeah, exactly. I heard that. Exactly. Uh, what is it? Um, I'm probably going to get it a little wrong and people are going to be laughing at me. Uh, I can't even think of the song right now, but it's like a newer Nipsey song after mm-hmm. he passed. And um, he talks about <clears throat> just making sure you stay grounded in those type of moments. And you say this sh- this too shall pass and those type of things, man, like you can't you can't pre- prepare for things you don't know that are coming like that. Mm-hmm. So you just stay focused, keep going. You know, I post that all the time. Keep going. Uh, that's the only option. I mean, at the end of the day, yeah. just continuing to grind, continuing to move forward. And um, back to that inner or that song I was talking about, he said, I'm not going to stand here like I have, you know, all this poise, like I got it figured out in, in some form or fashion. You know, it's just I never quit. And I feel like that's with anybody with what they're doing. Just if you don't quit, you're going to make it. And I think that as well as being calm and mindful in those type of moments it's just progression. Mm, yeah, that's important. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was going to ask you, though. So first time we talked, we talked about the, the content creation part that comes with, with uh, right, right. being a business owner and running a business or being part of a business. How is that involved as far as being comfortable on the camera, making sure to post every day and stuff like that? I, I guess I would say the first thing is I definitely forget to post every day. I definitely do that. I will say also that Instagram has kind of made it easier um, with that sharing it to your story. Yeah. You can yeah, really help yeah. your friends out and get – you know, notice to things that may not have got noticed before. Mm. But as far as pure content, man, um, I mean, I just feel like you always ask the right questions. Literally, (laughs) I was talking to Tez yesterday and I said, hey, do you remember when I was in Piedmont selling homes and you said that I need to start making videos? And he's like, yeah, it was kind of a hard conversation because you said, all right, and just hung up the phone (laughs) because I was kind of upset because, I mean, Tez is my mentor. That's my guy. So when he said I needed to do something, I knew I needed to, but I, w- I wasn't ready to hear it. So I kind of, you know, got off the phone. Um, I'll look back at some of those about like how horrible they are and stuff, and I'll still post them because it's growth. But, uh, you know, it took some baby steps, like 10 second videos, 22 second videos, 60 takes. Um, mm. And then finally to where I told you now, I may not do a lot of lives, but I'll just record it once, hit send and go um, live with the results because, you know, you're speaking the truth. You know, you're speaking what you mean. But as far as pure content, like I try never to look at my phone and be like, "Mm, what do people want to hear today? Let me record that. It's usually like when I'm walking my dogs or just got done, you know, working out or just left an appointment and had a great conversation with a seller or a customer who just said something, you know, super meaningful, um, whether it be a life message or whatever it is. And it's like content is so important. And I guess I didn't realize it. I'm slowly getting groomed into this. Mm. Like I posted something earlier. My friend's like, oh, he's doing his thing on his platform, pushing the message. And I'm just figuring it out. That's kind of how I've always been. And 
I just feel like I'm going in the right direction. And I was going to say, those are the best moments to share when, you, when you're having those good conversations with people mm-hmm. or you're out and about, like you said, walking your dog and you just feel some passion out of nowhere, some good energy. And you're like, I'm just going to record something because it's Get it out. genuine. You know, it's not like, oh, I'm on social media. I'm seeing people talk about this. Let me post something now. It's a more genuine uh, energy coming out of you. Like, I need to share this moment or this thought I'm having because somebody else might need it. And you never know. You know what I'm saying? Especially especially in today's time, man. Uh, I, I talked about it with a friend. And um, I don't know if you'll see the same way. But, like, we were joking. And we're like, there's really no such thing as adults. Like, y'all are all kids. And then just, boom, you're grown. <laughs> and then, boom, you're 30. Then you're 40. Then you're yeah. 50. Now you're an adult adult. Whatever it is. But it just kind of happens to all of us. And... I just feel that, you know, in a time where people lack so much motivation and don't think things are possible, they need to know that they are, you know. I was by no means at like the bottom of the barrel, but I knew, I did not know any possibilities. You know, it wasn't like I was like, I don't know, like up until I started selling homes, even in college, elementary college, when someone asked me what I want to be, I didn't know. Like, I didn't know possibilities, you know? I didn't have, it wasn't like a doctor, a dentist. I want to be a lawyer. I want to be a fireman. You know, those yeah. type of things where people just jump to the finish <clears> line or take a shortcut or whatever it is. I felt like my purpose was higher and I didn't know it. So, like, just to be asked that so much and not have an answer and then start selling homes and get fired and have to go back to selling homes. And I just feel like I never have the answer. So, in these moments where, you know, so many people think, they're stuck to some box. I'm just trying to show them that there's, you know, out of the box methods. I mean, what am I? I'm 27, about to be 28. Uh, right before my 25th birthday, I was still living with my mom, like still trying to grind to be able to support myself. Real estate changed that. But I just say that to say like, just trust your journey. Like I had so many friends at 18, 17, 19 rushing out because they just can't be comfortable they're trying to do things you know what I mean and um I just stayed grounded I realized that I had a great relationship with my mother with my sister with her kids and that for the long game I had to take these setbacks and I feel like a lot of people get rushed I mean I want to drive a nice car I want to look nice too but a lot of people get rushed and I'll see people in like a 15 year old foreign or something Mm -hmm. 22 year old foreign and things like that and it's just not the move and it's not longevity. And I guess since I was nurtured so much by my close family um, for a long period of time, it made it easier when I spread my wings to be more independent and kind of look at things differently. Cause I mean, even some of my friends that are close in age or the same age people I grew up with, they may make not the smartest decisions. And at the end of the day, who am I to say if their decisions are smart or not smart, but you know, life's fast. I'm sure you experience friends that are living a very yeah. fast life. Yeah. And I was going to say something you said uh, about just trusting your journey and stuff like that. You know, Tony gets on to me all the time because he's like, you're so impatient. Like, you got to trust the process type of thing. And I think it. Uh, he, he always, you know, he's always like, you youngins, that's what it is. Y'all just impatient. And I'm like, is it really the youngins? I'm like, maybe it is. Cause, yeah. I mean, I'm impatient. You know, yeah. I'm not that much older than you. Yeah. I don't know. Because 
Maybe it's social media. I don't know what it is. It could be social media. And, and I don't like to, because social media has both ways. I mean, it can be really positive and negative. Yeah. That could be part of it. People don't try to talk about both all the time. Yeah. And, and it's you get on social media and you can see that you have friend of years that you grew up with driving a brand new car, moved out of his mom's house, stuff like that. That can get you. Exactly. And, yeah. and whether it's consciously or unconsciously, you might not know it, but it might be affecting you. Like, I need to hurry up on life. I need to get going. <laughs> but sometimes you really got to trust the process and, and trust your journey because right. uh, something you said earlier, He's like you didn't know what you were gonna do, yeah. You know, in the future, forever. But you had a feeling mm-hmm. that something big, like someone's gonna overcome, and you were gonna be able to get out of it. Yeah. So I wasn't rushing to the military. I wasn't rushing to this. Yeah. I just was like thinking. But something you had said is seeing your friend doing something and kind of wanting to do the same thing. I mean, where we grew up here and more for majority of our school, mm. that's kind of the image. I mean, there's a lot of people that move quick. Like you'll see someone driving a super super nice car. Or, they get to go to college for free and you may be friends with them and they're a great person, but sometimes that can weigh on you. I guess yeah. if you were to chill with them and notice they have zero problems yeah. and they still have problems, but to notice they don't have zero real life things that are yeah. holding them back. Yeah. Um, There's a different type of problems. You know mm-hmm, what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Uh, when, when I don't want to say it's comfortability, but if someone can grow up and they don't have to worry about any bills, they don't have to worry about, Get a new car. The parents are gonna get it for food. Them, stuff like that. Food, <laughs> yeah, that's even food. Stuff like that. You know, things that you wouldn't really. They don't really ever think of. Like, mm-hmm. oh, I'm. They just walk in the house and kind of. I won't say get whatever they want, but in a sense, they do. And, and there's still good people that and come there's still from great that, people because ideally, when you grow up to be a parent, you would want that for your child. Anyway. You would. You, know, you, you would. want to give them everything. Mm-hmm. But I guess it's just multiple perspectives of it. Cause yeah. When you grow up without those things, you kind of get envious. You know, when you're in high yeah. school and junior high, and you they got the new clothes, the new J's on, and you kind of like. I tried to really that, focus know? on never being envious as yeah. much as possible. It's important because it's, it's tough. Yeah. I mean, I think I bought my first car for 50, oh my mom bought my first car for twenty one hundred bucks. And we ended up driving it for like three years, tearing it up, and I sold it for sixteen hundred bucks. And she let me use that to get a new car. So like, just those little baby steps of hard work. Like I realize things take time sometimes. I am impatient, but with my mom and my grandma, my grandma's name's right here, or my grandma's name's right here. She's from Hawaii, and she always pushed that patience on me, like intensely. And I guess I was just super impatient as a, a baby because she would say it all the time. Yeah. So now I'm just hearing my mom and her screaming at me to just, you know, be patient, think it through, you know, take your time. So that's kind of where I try to be now. And with things like this, being able to talk to you and do interviews and meet new people all the time, I'm just trying to expand that message as much as possible because I got a text message saying, you know, what are you going to be talking about? What's the podcast about? And I said, I don't know what we're going to be talking about, but I'm sure it's going to be like growth positivity and some type of forward message. Yeah. Because, yeah. I mean, I have, like I said, I by no means have it figured out, but these people that are keeping their head down and grinding, like yourself, like our cameraman, like all these people. <laughs> Shout out huh? my man, Curtis. Curtis, Curtis, Curtis. Well-bred media, right? <laughs> yes, sir. Um, those people that are hustling, like, I guess I just didn't realize how important that was. Yeah. Because I was at a corporate job till I came over here. And then one thing I was going to say is, like, being around people who are also hustling like you and got the same type of vibe you Speed own. Speed it up. It's always nice. You know, there's a certain energy I get when I talk to, when someone comes on the podcast mm-hmm. and we have these conversations. Right. If I'm just around Curtis for 10, 15 minutes, I'll see him setting up the camera stuff. I'm like, that. just good energy around people are working to do something. You know what I'm saying? Or I just get on his page and see his well-bred media 
and seeing the warehouse stuff and stuff like that. You like to see those page. moves. You love to see them, bro, because mm-hmm. you know that person personally, whether you talk to them every day or not, it's like right. it's cool to see that you know people around you that are also doing things, you know what I'm saying? Because you're all in the same space in a sense, you know? Man, uh, just to speak on that then, um, since you've done this podcast, do you have any friends that kind of took a leap after that? I don't know. They, I don't think they would. I don't say. I'm not saying just me, with a podcast, but, but no, whichever one direction. Yeah, uh, I don't know. I wouldn't say uh, they wouldn't tell me if they did. Mm. Not out of any spite, but they just wouldn't tell me because they because they know I'm like, hey, bro, you know, yeah, I put you on. <laughs> yeah, but I would say oddly enough, this podcast has helped me get closer with my family. Tony specifically, because I think, you know, me and Tony didn't really care for each other growing up, but me and Tony got Tony closer. was a tough cat. He was, he was. He knows he was, but, you know, <laughs> me and his relationship got closer. Me and my family's relationship got closer. Uh, definitely me and my mom, too. Yeah. Got closer, so. I mean, that's huge. Yeah. Um, As far as, uh, I just got to tell this story, man, because I don't know if you know my friend, Sydney, that I grew up with. African no. guy. I went to school with him. If I seen a picture or something. You would, wow. you would. But he's probably one of my oldest best friends i've known him since i was seven or eight years old so since he you know first came over here and uh we've been great friends and he went off to college after high school and you know i went to work and then as of the last few years we've been close again because he's been in more and you know we're hanging out again um kind of speaking on where you say you're pushing your friends but you may not know i just got lucky enough to know exactly what happened because my friend was trying to be a comedian so bad and he kept telling me I want to be a comedian. I want to be a comedian. Oh, sorry. I did see you repost that. Today. Yeah, today. I'm sorry. I knew you're talking about. Yeah. Okay. So I just picked on him for a whole year. Like, hey, bro, don't ever tell me your dreams if you don't want to do it. <laughs> hey, bro, you're not really funny if you're not telling me no jokes. Like, I mean, since I've known him 20 years, you can be more aggressive. Yeah. So yeah. some off camera aggression. <laughs> but uh, then January, he said, you know what? You've been, you know, you've been on my ass so much. I'm going to just do it. And I was like, all right, let's see. He went on stage the first time. I went in there like, <laughs> I went in there like a dad, like with a prodigy son, mm. like watching his first basketball game or something. <laughs> I was sitting there like, mess up. Trying to give him that yeah. pressure. And, yeah. Um, yeah. He didn't even want to take a drink out of my uh, beer when I got there or nothing. He went on stage and as nervous as he was, he killed it and he had me legit laughing. And I've known him 20 years and he had me laughing. So I was like, man, you really got it. Um, side note, he, you know, his little brother you know, God rest his soul. He had passed away not too long before he kind of said this comedy dream. So I felt like that was a huge propeller too. And now even with COVID, he's been on stage like almost a hundred times since January. And he's hosting, um, Tommy Davidson at Bricktown comedy club. And that's this Thursday, Friday, Saturday. And they have a lot of old comics that are just like, OGs, legends that come back through. And I mean, he's only been doing it three months with the COVID. Yeah. I was just about to say, you're saying this is all in the span. Yeah. It started in January. And then when COVID started, he had to hang off, you know, write notes in his notebook or write jokes in his notebook. And as soon as COVID released, I went to his first show and he's been hosting shows. He's been at a range of crowds, you Mm -hmm. know, like different parts of Oklahoma city, Norman, Edmond, random clubs. And, um, I say all that to just say, it's really impressive to see people take that leap Yeah, because he was working, I mean, nine to five engineer cubicle job. And he's like risk taking, you know Especially what I mean? Especially during these circumstances. Yeah, to, to take see that people, moment. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Because that that's one thing big for me. I'm like people chasing chasing their dreams and getting to that to that to that goals right now to the goals they want to accomplish during mm-hmm. these times. It's rough because it's, it's going to be even much. I mean, even that much more like 
impressive after. Yeah, it's just gonna compound. Yes, yes. Like you're just telling me that he's doing all that in the span of these few months. Like, Why wow, it's difficult? Exactly. Why well, you got a social distance? Why you got the mask? Yeah. And I can only imagine when things are normal, like how cool it is. But like you said, I mean, it just goes back to what you almost started the podcast with talking about, you know, uh, kind of pushing your friends' business, whatever it is, the yeah. podcast, um, the shirts, um, the music, the comedy those type of things uh the the world's so crazy like the world tries to hit you with so much why not just push the positivity and see your people do good yeah why not so it's just yeah. i mean shout out westbrook why not mm-hmm. i mean that stuff is legit meaningful to me to see my people do good especially when you came from the same spots i mean we came from the same spot yeah. i saw you in school i saw you doing normal stuff and now you got a big show that's <laughs> yeah. a big deal no it definitely it's very surreal when surreal. i have to sit down and talk to you and talk to talk down sit down and talk with anyone a lot of your guests are kind of ranged too i'll yeah. see your guests and i'm like I just these people random. are all in the same seats as me <laughs> man i just have random random people or just people that come to me mm-hmm. and it's like this is so weird that i have my own show and that people come sit down and talk to me and want to come talk they to choose me. i mean i hit you yeah i know that's what i'm saying that's too like you would hit me like hey man let me come on i'm like that's crazy to think these people i grew up watch me grow up i grew up with seeing i never would have thought you know 10 years later from then they'll we'd be sitting down doing a podcast definitely you know not and it's as crazy. comfortable and on a such a level playing field yeah. of mindset you know yeah yeah being on the same yeah. wavelength and it really came i was i think i had just dropped my dogs off at the house and i went to go grocery shop and i was like man i'm real passionate i want to get back on that <laughs> show and i just text you and yeah. that was only like three days ago so it's just just got to get it out sometimes you mm-hmm. know um not only just the positivity but there's just like you said life is so fast whether you see your friend doing this or even our like younger generation that'll see stuff moving so fast on their phone, you got to know that things are possible. You got to know that if you take the right steps and keep your head down and work hard, that that still means something. I know there's a lot of crazy jobs where you can make money now, like whether it be streaming video games or whatever, but even that takes focus. So I just, I'm impressed by the hustler mentality of a lot of people I see and then just hoping that more people kind of hop on that train, you know, just, trying to go we spoke a lot last time on like financial freedom and kind of what that means and i'm at by no means at the financial freedom stage but you know multiple streams of income it's crazy that you have to chase that i mean i've got kind of emotional about it before when i'm in my soul searching moments when i'm talking and stuff about like the fact that when you wake up you got to chase some type of money Mm -hmm. um i kind of really uh not not kind of i really do dislike that but you know it's levels it's like Kevin Hart said on that Joe Rogan podcast about like levels to the game. Once you unlock other levels to the video game, you can do more shit. Mm-hmm. That's kind of how I feel. So yeah, getting these multiple streams of income or grinding or seeing my friends go out and not going. Yeah. Those moments may suck, but it's compounded so that, you know, I can be free at one point yeah. instead of 62 and looking down like, okay, now we're free. Like, nah, there's, there's an, there's some level of, uh, it's, it's special when you're uncomfortable. Meaning, like, you, those moments are so rough, but you learn so much when you're uncomfortable. And, and being You don't even know you're learning. You don't even know. That's the thing. And being being comfortable can get you complacent. And you just kind of sit there and you get stagnant. And mm-hmm. then my favorite thing is, is if you're not growing, then you're dying in a sense. Right, right, right. And you have to grow. Because like you just said, you right now, you know, you have multiple streams of income or whatever, but you're still not comfortable. You know, every day you wake up, you still have to do something. Because yeah. 
it has to keep going. You can't just stop. Because I'm still working. Because you're still working. <laughs> and some people don't. Yeah. Some people would sit back. Like, I could sit back any day. And I've had the moments doing this. I've sat back. Well, you can. St- don't get it twisted. You still got to sit back. You know what I mean? Yes, you still got to yes, take yes. those moments. No, to an extent, yes. But I mean, as like, there's been times I didn't upload for two weeks or two mm. months or so or oh, like a week. That's kind of like a distance. A, I know. So there's a difference between like you kind of procrastinating and you kind of, you know, I won't say purposely not trying to, you know, chase your goals, but you kind of get stagnant because you just get too comfortable and you think that you kind of. Do you think it's all getting stagnant yeah. or do you think your brain needed that to revamp? I think there's. Different there's a comfortable moment yeah there can go too long but yeah like i can feel it when i need to just chill out you know okay. what i'm saying if i'm editing the video i'm doing too much episodes and back to back or anything i know i need to chill out and need to go read go sit outside go do stuff i love and there's a point where you get to like you just kind of i won't say get too big-headed but you kind of just feel like you got it all and everything's figured out kind of in a sense a little bit and then a little like, bit let me just chill out for a minute or i'm cool and uploading for a couple weeks people will be all right and then you go back and you're like no nah, i should have been posting that consistency is key yeah this is part of consistency yeah that's what i was trying to say there but um one thing i was gonna ask you though earlier you said something about your life starting kind of getting unbalanced yeah well and you said a little bit of how you recognize that but what what was it that really got you really like i need to get a hold of what's going on bro it's deep man uh like not only in my like intimate relationships but like i wasn't like spending time with my mom i wasn't spending time with my nephews and nieces who i feel like are my kids i wasn't spending time with my friends i was trying to work like 12 13 hour days but not getting anything really done Mm -hmm. i was just like spread too thin i was giving everybody five percent and you know tez and uh kevin you know their business partners they're the ones that own this company they came to me like man that's something else that's crazy man i mean i'm blessed i'm blessed that two grown men that run a business want to sit me down and ask me what's up because they're seeing a decline and then get me back on track so that's huge in itself but they noticed that I was kind of off, asked me what was up. And then it like, I mean, real talk had a freaking vent session with Kevin and Tez where I'm crying, like talking about how I can't figure it out, how, how to balance it. Like, you know, I can't do nothing for this person. I can't do nothing for myself. I can't do this for anybody. Um, I'm failing here. I'm failing here. And not just trying to be negative, just recognizing those moments. And I think really counseling with two other men, that realize what you're going through um, and crying, letting it out, being as vulnerable as possible. Cause I'm, I'm not shy of people anymore. I used to be, I used to want to not be myself. I'm myself now. And I was going to say, it's important to so, having mentors as well. Too, right. So I just, sit you down like that. Yeah. I just let it go. And then after that, we we're good. Our business started thriving during the pandemic. We're, we're good. Um, you know, got more diverse, grew a little bit. Um, but I think that's huge. I talked about it on my social media one time, but I just, like I told you earlier with seeing when I was young, seeing people older push their friend stuff and not know the meaning. Mm. I didn't know the meaning behind like counseling with other men, like talking with other men that know what you're dealing with. Cause you don't realize how fast you go from like a boy to a man to like instantly having weight on your shoulders to maybe even more weight, more weight, depending you may put the weight on there, but sometimes it just, it just comes. Yeah, it comes naturally, I feel like. And yeah. you start feeling really responsible for things, and you mm-hmm. want to make sure everyone's good, and you want to take care of this. And I just feel like uh, real estate fast-forwarded uh, 
you know, my manhood transition. Well, I would say it's it like a big up. boy job. You yeah, know? It's it like sped it up. Yeah. It sped it up. And um, noticing that balance and having to be able to counsel with them and break down uh, helped me build myself back up. Yeah. And after that, I just, I mean, I've been getting more done, but having cut off times. I mean, I got hours where, you know, you're not going to get me anymore. You're not going to be able to call me. You're not going to be able to text me. Um, but I also have times I'm locked in. But, like, I was getting on to Tez yesterday. I mean, put your phone up. If I'm on a mountain, <laughs> yeah. you're only seeing me that for, you know, my screenshot of the map to tell me where I'm going. Because, I, bro, when I was in Arkansas for four days, my phone was off. <laughs> I mean, off for a side GPS to get to these country towns I was in. I just need that. It's a good reset period. I need that. That's and part I, of that. Staying, uh, not to cut y'all, but it's no, part of keeping that consistency yeah. is, is keeping a good schedule and keeping mm-hmm. a good uh, habits. Habits, like you just yeah. say, you got to cut off times. So that makes sure you don't ever throw you off or anything. And I still work late. Like, there's still yeah. nights you're grinding. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, uh, two nights ago, I, there was some extra stuff I had to get done. So it's like a Saturday night and I'm doing work. But just knowing when you need it. I mean, even this is like a mental break to me, you know, uh, being able to come here, get things off my chest, talk with you. That's going to be something that gave me a huge break during the day of like mental space, mental clarity. Yeah. I'm going to be able to leave here and think about it later. Um, to where I wasn't there even two, three months ago, even our conversation two, three months ago, when I listened back to it, I realized, uh, a little bit of uncertainty in some of the things I was saying. Like I believed it at the time, but it it wasn't true yet. You know? Yeah. Yeah. And that's, that's kind of where I am now. Just, being Zach and I always have been, but you know, I'm really trying to grow with that. I'm just trying to network. I'm trying to build. I'm trying to grow. I'm trying to do right by others. I'm trying to be a good human being. I'm trying to be a a good uncle, you know, a good father one day, Yeah, those type of things. Um, and well, like you said too, there's levels. I think there's levels to yourself. Mm -hmm. So you might be at level two or three. And not even know it. And not even know it. And you look back on it like, oh, well, I'm at level six now. I ain't even know I got here. But you know what I'm saying? Levels we talked about that are. last time yeah. with the um, spans of time. Yeah. Because right now yeah. it seems like a grind. Yeah. But when we look back at three years, you'll be like, whoo, that <laughs> was quick. It was minuscule when it comes to That was quick. Yeah. So I, I do want to ask you, though, what, you know, what keeps you pushing forward? Um, I think what really keeps pu- keeps me pushing me forward is those down times I've had in my life where I like the one thing you said that was really getting me is because I said tell people this all the time. I'm like those questions of what are you doing after high school? What are you doing in life? Used to like, eat me up, man. They used to eat me up. So like now when I look like now where I'm at right where I'm at right now, I look at myself and I, I that's what keeps me going is because I'm like I have a purpose. Mm-hmm. And when you have those periods of life where you don't have a purpose and then you find your purpose. Or at least you think you have, you feel a little comfortable, like you're getting somewhere. Yeah. You it's like there's a certain energy and you can't stop. Like I can't I love this. I like doing it. I like editing the videos. I like recording. I like talking to people. You know what I'm saying? So um Which is crazy that me and you like talking to people as much as we didn't talk to people. Like, yeah. I mean I was yeah. friendly no, yeah, I with my friends yeah. and you know, crack jokes <laughs> yeah. when we're in a room of four or five people. Yeah. But I was like not a big talker. No. I you wouldn't you. catch me at the group <laughs> I talking. Feel you. And now yeah. I I enjoy extensive conversation mm-hmm. i mean i love it i yeah. almost find myself asking people too many questions yeah because you're like yeah. okay well how'd that make you feel what about this what about this you're like whoa 
Yeah. Like, hey, and I didn't you know. talked a little bit earlier about anxiety. That's one of my things. I have anxiety. So I'm talking mm. to people I don't talk to often and just having or meeting new people when they just come to my house and they sit in my studio and stuff. I, I wonder I'm what makes you so comfortable with that. I don't know either. They, that's what it's meant the, to be. Yeah. And that's <laughs> the thing. Like when I say brings out your comfort zone, this podcast though brought me on my comfort zone. So now I can talk to like I have friends and stuff I never spoke to in my life, but then they randomly, oh, let's do a show, man. Let me get a shirt. And I'm like, oh, I ain't never talked to you, but bet. You know what I'm saying? So stuff like that. It keeps it makes me happy that I'm like, oh, I have a purpose. I got something to live for. I want to do this. So every day that grind come to me. And when I get on social media too, and I see people posting, whether it has nothing to do with pocket, like you say you're posting friends' clothes, or I even see Curtis stuff and I see the warehouse. Like that warehouse stuff had me excited. I'm like, I'm Yeah, like they're making moves. Eat. I need yeah. to grow. Yes, exactly. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So mm-hmm. man, that's that's what keeps me. I just going like on. that scene around Oklahoma City. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. It does seem like uh to me, outside looking in, it does seem like it's, you know, not a ton of people that are doing it, but there are these select groups I'm seeing, you know, being involved with Curtis, being involved with Tez, being involved with uh, my friend that's making music, Moody, being involved with my friend Sid that's doing comedy, meeting the people he's meeting. Yeah. Um, it's good to see all these hustlers because there's a lot of people doing normal stuff and there's nothing wrong with normal, but it's just not for me. Yeah. But and in Oklahoma though, you gotta, you want to expand. Yeah. You want to get out the box a little bit. So, uh, but what, what's next for you though? What was, I mean, I know you said you, you hope to be one day good father. You want to continue what you're doing now and like grow to be what you want to become as yeah. far as, um, like you said, staying around your niece and nephews, your parents doing stuff that you love doing and that keeps you grounded. But what's next for you? Or like, what are you seeing? coming up next for you or what's 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 your goals Come, next yeah, coming up you know yeah coming right up next no clue you know just trying to grow literally grow my business in any way i can whether it be the realtor side whether it be the local guy side whether it be something new i didn't know of mm. whatever it is just grow but as far as long term i've been feeling this way lately and this may be like not the first time i've voiced it but the first time i've voiced like the full thing and yeah. My goal is to be like early 30s and have a ranch somewhere. And I'm no cowboy at all. <laughs> I'm not. I'm from here. Um, but have a ranch somewhere, you know, in the woods, New Mexico, something crazy. Um, be ducked off, being able to work for my laptop and then pursue passions. That's what I want to do. And I know that it may not be possible for everybody. I mean, money has to go around. But if I stay locked in, I feel like in a minuscule amount of time when I look back, it'll be, you know, done. I'll have my ranch. I'll have my home base. I'll be able to have my people come out, my mom, whoever, have a place to stay, working from the laptop a couple hours a day and moving on, mm. you know, um, pursuing life. Um, these trips that I've been going on, I've never been on vacations, and this year I've went on like four or five. And they're not huge, crazy vacations like, you know, flying overseas or anything, but I'll take little road trips to do different type of hiking trails or mountain climbs, just experiences. And, um, that's, I mean, that's what I want next. (laughs) I want to keep growing that financial freedom until I can just explore this world. I see stuff sometimes like on the internet, like I saw this lady, um, that was from like Ohio and she ended up taking a job in like the philippines and then ended up getting married in india and now she's back in ohio but like she got to see stuff i never saw yeah so i want it's possible and i just don't want to be restricted when i look back like a lot of my life has gone by but there's still so much more and as far as what's next i just want to like keep going keep exploring um whether it be business whether it be you know just life i just want to experience i want to check out thailand i want to go to these places 
I'm I'm from here, so I haven't been anywhere. Yeah. And that's yeah. what I really want to do is see the world and take my people to see the world. I feel you. I feel you, man. Well, I appreciate you hitting me up. Yes, um, sir. And come back on, and hopefully we we can pick it back up a few months from now and then we'll see yeah it'll be a there. cool little series yeah we can just keep it going because <laughs> who knows by next time i talk to you you might have that ranch for all we know you never know you never and know you never know you never know but man shout out to zach for coming on uh shout out man for curtis though to well bear media on social media curtis 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 uh, helping a brother out with the cameras as well but yeah man uh what's, what's your instagram you, of course bro what's instagram um uh, instagram is zd sells okc and definitely follow that local guy buys houses what do you go by well-bred well media, bread, yeah. Mr. Curtis, and his people. And then, of course, the Alexander Taylor Show. Yes, man. Follow Thank that. You so Push much. that. Uh, shout out my man Tez as well. Uh, of course, Logo Out by his house is in yes. as well. Yes, Mr. R. Bertha. Yeah, man. But, yeah, hope everyone enjoyed this episode. We out. Keep going. <laughs>